listening to some kind of podcast. Let me check my notes here. All it says is episode 16. I don't know what we're doing. That's not true. Power Rangers. Yep. Mighty Morphin Legacy. I am your host and GM and Zordon, Eli, and I am joined by Ashley. Ruby Riddle, Red Ranger. Abby. He's Brown, Pink Ranger. And Mike. Jaden Emery, Green Ranger. Yeah. So last time, uh, surprisingly, a lot happened over the last couple of episodes. This uh, little arc here. Uh, you, you fought Evil Santa. Well, you got an upgrade from Alpha 7. He was able to strengthen your connection to the Morphin Grid. Um, dealing with Hexmas the Holiday Hoarder in your first encounter, Jaden saw uh, his mother is in town. Obviously, she did not recognize him uh, or his voice or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a good talk with Zordon. That We'll see where that goes. Uh, Casey's parents just sort of completely blindsided her by coming to town without warning. Uh, and also, she left a window open, and a cat lives in her house now. <laughs> yeah, the cat dist- distribution system hit Casey, so now she has a cat. Yep. Cat's name is Lucky, and he looks he looks like uh, Fat Fluffy Garfield. Yep. I don't think you need to say Fat Garfield. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he is kind of big. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, he's, he's a cartoon. Not so fat. Not so fat Fluffy Garfield. Yeah, but then you had another encounter with Hexmas the Holiday Hoarder, uh, where you were able to get to um, temporarily use these uh, hoverboards called galaxy gliders to fight him in midair on his uh, sl- rocket sled, chased him into uh, one of the many canyons outside of the city, and fought him. Uh, things were going pretty well for you guys. It was a, a good fight, uh, and before you had the chance to form the Megazord, uh, Ruby killed him before yeah. even getting into her sword. <laughs> Forgot what I did. Um I also forget exactly what I said. But you like stabbed he, him in the eyeball or something. Yeah, something like that. But he uh crumbled into a huge mound of coal and you found a small maybe one inch heart shaped diamond. A diamond or was it a It's a diamond. He was not a hard light projection. All Um, that coal pressurized made a diamond. um, Like a diamond. And you also, um, uh, oh yeah, the other thing you knew about Hexmas was that he uh, supposedly was already destroyed once. Um, So you'll need to investigate that. But we ended immediately after that fight. So we will begin right then and there. Uh, Ruby, you are holding this small... Well, I say small. It's big for a diamond, but this heart-shaped diamond uh, standing on top of a mountain of coal. Okay. That's the scene. I don't I, know what to tell you. I thought I thought that like something had happened at the end of the last episode where it was like we left or something, or Not it cleaned up. Yet. Yeah. I mean, I think you might have been heading back to the command center mm, okay. um, so we'll 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 start at the command center yeah because i feel uh, like that would be smart teleported back yeah um because i'd probably be like oh this is rad probably should bring it back to zordon even though i desperately want to put this around my neck <laughs> i'm just it's looking so at pretty the sleigh, like, maybe we should bring that too <laughs> oh the sleigh is fucking wrecked 
you guys destroyed that shit. Yeah, okay. crash. I mean, you can bring it. It, it is not a. I don't, it's not a bad idea to like recover that tech uh, instead of just sort of leaving it around like previous ranger teams would. Oh yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay. Casey looks at it and goes, "We should probably take that back." Okay, yeah. sounds like a plan. Yeah. Just uh, hold on to pieces of it and um, and go back. Is that how that would work? Well, so the teleporter won't be able to move that much mm-hmm. with you. Um, so we are we are starting with you guys being back at the command center. Uh, so this is like it's only been a minute and a half, maybe, since you finished your fight. Okay. Okay. Um, I go up to Alpha Seven. Hey, Alpha. Um, so uh, we found Hexmas Slay is destroyed, but I think we should bring it back here if we can, because uh. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a, a thing. I can get it up here. Awesome. Uh, cool. And do he's you need sort the of like, coordinates, or do you already have that? Because yeah, no, it's lo- all logged in your Galaxy Gliders. Neat. <laughs> uh, also, the engines are pretty much burnt out of those, so uh. Don't plan on using them anytime soon. Oh. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, he did already tell you these things are not volatile, but uh, very, very tricky technology. Um, They're so cool. Yes, they are, are surfboards that you can fly through the air like the goddamn Silver Surfer. Um, but he, he walks off and uh, Zordon you know, looks at you guys and goes... So, you have defeated Heximus. Do we think he might be coming back again? I mean, I don't think so. I've got what looks like a heart. It's really pretty. He holds his hand out. I hand it to him. Yeah, and he kind of looks at it, and he goes, Hmm, hold on. And he moves, he walks over to the console, and he uh, places it under this uh, microscope. And you see up on the screen you know, an enhanced image, and he's kind of going down, and you see this weird black imperfection in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're staring at it, it moves. Is this some, um, <laughs> like, venom nonsense? Uh, and Zordon says, uh, hmm, this heart may be why Hexmas was able to reconstitute himself. I mean, he does, he is a psychic vampire feeding off of the disappointment and sadness of planets. This will need to be studied further. If you get that out, can I have it back and put it on a necklace? (laughs) Well, I don't know if the whatever that darkness is, is Hexmas's consciousness or if the heart itself contains his consciousness. Okay, never mind. (laughs) It's just try very not pretty. To be disappointed if he says no. What? So try not to be disappointed if he says no. I mean, true. I'm. I'm just. Oh my god, it's so cute. You're. You're so disappointed over not having this diamond for a necklace. It's shiny. It's so shiny. You are a goddamn pro. I love you. <laughs> I. I think at this point, Casey, you realize that uh, you don't have your phone on you. Oh shit! Uh, I need to go home like right now. <clears throat> and okay. Zordon goes, "Oh, um, of course." And you demorph, and he teleports you a couple blocks away from your apartment. 
<laughs> Shit. And of course, you know I'm late. Late to brunch. Brunch. Oh, brunch is over. Fuck. That's bad. Now they're gonna be freaking out. So she just runs back home and like she left her phone, literally on her end table. Yeah. And it is absolutely blown up with texts and with texts and phone calls. Okay, I go. Okay. Then I hit call to my dad. Um. Yeah, you called your dad, not your mom, so he does answer. I think your mom would have, uh, out of pettiness, not answered the phone. Yeah. Uh, but your dad answers and goes, Hey, we've been trying to get a hold of you. You missed brunch. I left my phone at home and I had to get, there was an emergency call at work. I had to come and cover for a few hours. Oh, well, you know, well, I, I, I wish you had told us, you know, we're only here for, uh, a yeah, week. Yeah, it was kind of an emergency and I was too busy running out of the house. I didn't even think to grab my phone. All right. Well, uh, uh, it's it's past lunch, right? So maybe like, do you want to meet for like early dinner? Yeah. Well, you know what? Why don't we uh head over there now? We'll see you in about uh ten minutes. All right. Bye. Okay. He hangs bye, up. Thank you. Then uh, I like crash on the couch. <laughs> and then immediately get back up. Like five. No, you crash on the couch, and Lucky just immediately like you you do that face first lay down on the couch and immediately lucky just lays down in between your shoulder blades i just kind of like into the into the pillows lucky proceeds to start making biscuits on my on my on my back and starts purring yep like okay this is what we're doing now (laughs) um and uh you know while zordon is examining this diamond heart what are ruby and Jaden doing i mean if there's nothing else to do, probably going home. There might be. I don't know. what. That's up to you. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I, mean? I don't know if there's something some else you wanted to do. I would do ask... you want to help him investigate it? Do you... Oh, sure. Yeah, help him investigate it. All right. I didn't think there was anything I could do to help since it was... You have was... all this tech at your disposal. True. And I think you have a D2 in technology or science. I have a D4 in technology. So... Um, well, you know what? Let me make sure that technology is going to be the right role for this. Science would actually be the role here. I have a D2 in science, though. Okay, well, the tech... I, I'm going to say that your uh, your skill at using technology, because that is the only way you're going to be able to observe and study this, will give you an upshift. So I roll twice? No. Edge, you roll twice. Upshift is you roll one die higher. Okay, so, so D4 in science. Yeah. Okay. 18. Jesus. Uh, considering I set the DC at uh, 14. Nice. Um, using the various technologies here because... El- so all of the technology in the command center is based off of Eltaran technology, which is the kind of tech that Zordon's people use. Um, for anybody who doesn't know uh zordon is not just a floating head in a jar he is a uh eltaran they are humanoids they are blue they are functionally immortal um and but because their technology is so much more advanced you know they they had space travel ten thousand years ago so because of that they are uh you are actually able to scan for psychic resonance um, and what you find is that this 
Diamond Heart is both it, it is absorbing psychic energy, like ambient psychic energy, which is likely how Hexmas is able to reconstitute himself. That he is a psychic entity and not necessarily a physical entity. Um, but that weird imperfection, it doesn't seem to be natural. So it seems like it is uh, something has been done to this heart to give it that imperfection. Um, and with an 18, I think, I think you realize that that imperfection is acting as like a filter. So he's only absorbing a specific kind of psychic energy. And while Ruby is doing that, what is Jaden doing? Jaden is calling it a night and headed right on back to the gym. Calling it a night at 2.45. That's right. <laughs> it's been a tiring a day. It has been an exhausting day. You guys were flying at like 70 miles an hour, yeah. hundreds of feet in the air. Right. So, yeah. The usual, the, the usual holiday stress. So it's time to just yeah. <laughs> decompress. Um, Sheer just like at the gym going nuts. Yeah, a little bit of training, a little bit of cleaning up, a little bit of just sitting around and doing absolutely nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, because I, th I think we established that it's like a Sunday and mm -hmm. the gym's not open on Sundays. Mm -hmm. I just assumed it was holiday stuff, so it'd be closed. Yeah, well, holidays are a good time. Uh, yeah, I mean, the hours are, have been like limited for the holidays but they're never open on sundays uh not for any religious reasons but just because your boss doesn't want to work seven days a week right you know what that's fair that's fair uh and i think i think that while you're doing that um make an alertness for me it's a seven all right you don't notice anything out of the ordinary um until you feel this like someone's fingertips is like how gentle it is up against your neck the back of your neck but you also realize that there are claws oh. or maybe nails it's i mean you're not seeing it's hard to tell and when you whip around there's nobody there and then you hear muffled by a mask you killed santa and you spin around again and uh the kilsune is sitting on top of uh, some of the mats that have been stacked up mm. that you just finished stacking up. Well, to be fair, he kind of had it coming. Hmm. I suppose that's true. He always did bring me coal. I think you earned it. I think, regardless of your alertness, you can feel like she's smiling underneath her mask. Probably a little bit of a snicker, honestly. <laughs> um, and she stands up and just... She walks up to you, and I, and I think your martial artist background is what really helps you here, is that she is walking up to you, as in, there, she's no defensive stance. She is entirely unafraid of you. Uh, she has full confidence that there is nothing you, can, you alone can do to hurt her. Uh, and she pushes her... It looks like her nails have been, like manicured into claws but when she kind of pushes it into your chest you can realize that no these are claws they are not nails mm -hmm. in the traditional sense um and she's not pushing hard enough to like break the skin or anything like that but it does hurt mm -hmm. and she goes what did he bring you 
for Christmas. Oh, just a whole bunch of stress? What's it to you? Are you just part of our fan club now? Like, What's your deal? I would say I pay more attention to you three than anyone else. I don't deny that. Um, and she turns around again. It It is... I think Jaden doesn't have quite enough of an ego for this to seriously bother him. But she does just fully turn her back on back to you. Hmm. Um, so I, I think, and you, you can correct me here, I think that that does annoy Jaden a little bit. That she is just so flaunting how little of a threat she considers you. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like Jaden doesn't have enough ego to really act on that. No. And he would take that opportunity to more so gain some more situational awareness and see if there's anybody else, anything else around. And you know. Yeah, go ahead and make another uh, alertness roll, this time with an upshift. <clears throat> Do it. Because now you, you, you are aware that there's like the potential of an ambush here. Ten. Um, with a ten, it, you guys appear to be alone here. Okay. And she says... You know, you are beginning to quite vex Waylon. I'd be careful. Oh, are you two besties now? We both serve the same master. And who might that be? And uh, she spins around and kind of like tilts her head at you. And uh, she puts her finger to the lips on her fox mask and then lunges toward you. Uh, but right as you're getting into stance, she just kind of like dissipates like mist. God, gotta hate the holidays. <laughs> um, and you walk over to like readjust the mats she was sitting on, and you realize that she has cut a Z with her claws into one of the mat, one of the mats, like a mm. small, like almost absent-mindedly. I mean, I, I think Jaden's smarts is high enough to be like. This wasn't absent-minded. She did this on purpose. But it's meant to look absent-minded. Sly little thing. Sly like a fox. (laughs) Welcome to the joke. I'm just, uh, so this is kind of like, uh, like in what I think. Like when I'm imagining this in my head, I imagine the way she moves is like almost very, it's too fluid. There is a very inhuman way to how she moves. Yeah, it's. It's almost like a, it's almost like too perfect. Like the yeah, motion she w- without does. a roll, I don't think that Casey or Ruby would be able to pick up on this. But because Jaden does have martial arts as his primary influence, I think you know that there is this similar to you. There is always this like coiled potential of movement in everything that you do. You know, with that kind of background. There is always this, I can be zero to 60 the moment I need to be. It's trained. Yeah, it's, it's muscle memory. Yeah. She, she is, you, you weren't talking with her long enough, seeing her move long enough to get a vibe on how skilled she is, but she is definitely a trained martial artist. Yeah. And Jane's been training the others too, so they have a, yeah. a fundamental awareness of it also. Yeah, and there is with the Morphin Grid connection that you have, there is this kind of like inherent muscle memory that you all inherited. Mm. Um but you've been teaching them how to properly use that muscle memory. So they're much further along than they would be if they didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um and actually, I think 
you know, to, to talk about training them, I think that um, the biggest going toe to toe, Ruby, despite her size, can go in a physical fight of strength, can go toe to toe with you. Mm. But I think that Casey very quickly learned that what she is is faster than you. Ah. Um, so, I mean, you still, I think, based purely on experience, can take them down in a sparring match. But, you know, Ruby hits like a Mack truck. <laughs> nice. Uh, and Casey is just so quick mm -hmm. uh, that those things... So, like, that's... You, you and Ruby have similar strengths in that you are just strong and tough. And Casey's strength is more about how quick she is. Mm -hmm. That she can go from in the way of an attack to out of the way of the attack very, very quickly. Um, but there is a level of, you don't know if it is specific talent and skill or just training that makes Kilsune's movements seem more, more advanced mm -hmm. than them. You know, because uh, you, you do have an ability from being a martial artist that lets you kind of like get a feel for how dangerous someone is in comparison yeah. to you. Yeah. But you have to be able to observe them for a full minute. And that was a 45 second conversation. But I do think uh, her comment about what did Santa bring you might make Jaden think about his mom in that you have no idea. I Because I, I know that you talked to Zordon, but you didn't like try and look her up or anything. Mm -mm. So you have no idea. Is she just visiting? Does she know that Jaden's in the city? Is she there to find you? It, does she live here? Mm hmm you know, how long is she, like, all these things, you just have no idea. And the city is big enough that she could have been living here for years, and your paths just not cross. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to cut back to uh, Ruby. Mm -hmm. You have major discoveries. Um, and I know, I think Zordon, Zordon is observing you while you are working. Um, and I think without an alertness role, you know that what he is doing is letting you do the work. And if you make a mistake, he will like step in to help you. But he's not like a good teacher. He is trying to avoid doing it for you. He's being like a dad. Yeah. It's teaching you how to do something. Yeah. He, he is letting like there's no risk of you breaking anything. So he's more than willing to let you just sort of go through different things. Like he'll tell you different tools that you have access to that maybe you don't know about. Mm. Um, but he's, and show you how to use them, but he's not really going to be doing it for you. Mm. Um, so he's not really aware of what it is you're looking at. Mm. He's not aware of what I'm looking at? I mean, he knows you're looking at the heart, but he doesn't know all the other information that you have gathered. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'm obviously going to share because I want to. I want to know if there's anything else I should know, or if he has any insights on what I'm looking at. He says uh, there are more, a few more sensors and scanners we can put it under to try and determine specifically what it is about this imperfection that is changing the mm -hmm. nature of Hexmas in some way. Okay. If he's only able to absorb certain types of psychic energy then that would change him as a psychic entity so this does merit more study but i believe that you were supposed to be looking at christmas lights with your brother 
Oh yeah. And you pull huh. out your phone and realize that uh, you are only a couple minutes late. Okay, well I can morph and be there and like demorph and or you know what I mean, like uh, teleport to where I need to be. And if it's just a few minutes late, he's not. I don't think he would think anything of a few minutes late. No, um, yeah, because you... lights will be on all night. You know what I mean? As far yeah. as like the, you know, nighttime, it's it's like not they they don't turn them off to like eleven or midnight. And you know, you're not really. Uh, it will actually. You have been at it for a few hours. Yeah, so I'm ready to throw in the towel for the day. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because there there's definitely not anything more you can learn today. Yeah. Okay. Um, um yeah and you get there and your your brother is ready to go ready and um make an alertness 17 um yeah with a 17 it clearly over the past you know four months that you've been a ranger four or five months that you've been a ranger you have become a little bit flaky mm. from your brother's perspective mm. and you know this is a tradition for you guys mm. um you're when you were younger, uh, your parents had to work pretty crazy hours mm. just to keep a roof over your head. So, you know, you, you were full-on teenagers before your parents were in positions where, you know, you had a nicer place to live and money wasn't so tight and things like that. So you and your brother going and walking around the neighborhood looking at the lights together was has been a tradition since you were children mm. and this is the first year that you've been late at all mm. and you have been late to a few other things you know you've had to blow him off a couple of times uh it just seems it it he's not like what the fuck is her problem upset mm. but he is kind of like it. it's that upset you always get when you're when a relationship to a sibling you were close to shifts to be not quite as close. Yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But he sees you and goes, uh, hey, you ready to go? Yeah. Cool. Um, I feel like we would have light-up sweaters. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He, <laughs> I, I feel like your brother is just as into Christmas as Ruby is. Yeah. Um, which which Ruby's also means we excitement. have to make hot chocolate before we leave in our little thermos. Well, and he actually says um uh they should have already turned the lights on uh at the park. I think there's supposed to be like a a hot chocolate cart. Rad. Uh, you guys just start walking. Mm. Um but we're going to go backwards in time a little bit to Casey. <laughs> I don't think you even realize that it's been 15 minutes by the time you hear knocking on your door uh i startle up and uh lucky immediately jumps off my back with that oh yeah Wah. no lucky jumps off your back in that kind of thing but you do get claws before that happens and uh i get the claws in the back as jumpy look as lucky jumps off me and like fall to, and like fall off the couch like ow so like uh, then i scramble up because i hear the knocking get get like you know a little more urgent like i'm coming i'm coming open the door yep and it's your parents and uh your mom make Just, a make we're, we're gonna do more alertness rolls i think all of you have pretty high alertness at this point d6 yeah 12 i think a 12 is enough to know that uh she is 
being super sweet out of pettiness to make you feel guilty for uh, standing them up for brunch. Doesn't she have a Minnesota accent? I'm not really you. from Minnesota. I just thought that she did. No, yeah. No, they're they're from Angel Grove. Dang it. She goes, oh, sweetie, it's so good to see you. I'm glad you finally had time. You know what? I, I give up. I'm go, I look at her and go, Mom, don't. Don't what? You, we both know what you're doing. Just don't. You guys have a week here. I'd rather not fight with my family while you're here. Uh, and so if, she... you're, if you're mad at me, just say it to my face. Uh, and your dad goes, hey, now, you don't talk to your mother that way. Uh, and your mom goes, no, Dan, it's fine. If she is a big grown-up now who doesn't need us, I guess we should just go. Okay. Throws right there. Holy shit. Today has been stressful, okay? What is your willpower? That'd be under your smarts. 16. 16? Okay. You are able to resist her uh, mom stare. Uh, her intimidation role. I just kind of tilt my head and look at her like... Are we gonna go to are we gonna go to dinner? Um make I'm I'm gonna say this isn't a matter of choice so much as it is the question of is Casey saying that to diffuse the situation? Or is she saying that as a challenge? She's saying that as a challenge. Roll intimidation for me. This is getting spicy. Unfortunately, I'm not trained in this shit. So you have a snag. So what is that? Do I just get a minus two? No, you roll twice and take the lower number. Ashley's face is gold right now. It's just so spicy. Uh, well, this is another 12. I think with a 12, your mom says, why don't you and your dad go to dinner? I'm, I'm actually a little bit jet lagged. I'm going to go back to the hotel. I'll see you later. And your dad is standing there. I think he just doesn't really know how to compute. He doesn't know how to process the fact that uh, the daughter they've been able to... His his wife has been on the couch all the time is now suddenly fighting back. Yeah, there's probably plenty of times where he's like, oh, you're a little bit hard on her. But he would never in a million years disagree with your mother. Mm-mm. Definitely not in front of you. Um, And he... uh. I think your dad just looks at you for a second and goes, um, I should really make sure your mother's okay. Maybe we'll get breakfast tomorrow. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow then. Uh, and you close the door and Lucky just starts rubbing up against your legs. I kind of just, like, crouch down and just start petting him. Like... I feel like this is the moment where Casey finds herself, uh, intends to crouch down and pet him and instead finds herself sitting on the floor back up against her door and sobbing while holding a cat. Oh yeah, it's very quiet too, so it's a very unnerving. She's because she's like tears are dripping down her face, and she's like and ga- gasping. But you know, there's no cries. Yeah, she's just petting a cat. And uh, I'll be real here as a as a player, my heart is pounding right now because this is a <laughs> yeah the true power <laughs> fantasy of D and D standing up to your parents. Um, so uh, does Jaden inform anybody about his encounter with? Kills, I mean, more or less immediately, does he inform anybody? Pretty much. I mean, you know, with the whole Z revelation, I think it's, yeah. It's, yeah. The urgency okay. is there. Um, So it's pretty late at night by this point, because I, I feel like Jaden, being who he is, is kind of like, I gotta 
finish what I'm doing or I might go fucking nuts. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so it's, it's only like another 15 minutes before you're, you're ready. Um, now, do you contact everybody or just Zordon? I'd say with this, everything going on, I think he hits up Zordon first. Okay. Maybe even just heads back to the headquarters, you know, command center. Okay, you come into the command center and uh, Zordon is still examining that diamond heart. And he says, uh, Jaden, this is interesting. This heart seems to be the vessel that contains Heximus's psychic essence. And he reconstitutes himself. Ruby was able to discover that he reconstitutes himself by absorbing ambient psychic energy. But this imperfection is acting as a filter. I'm still trying to figure out what exactly it's filtering out. Uh-huh, listen. Um, <laughs> Kilsune popped up at the gym. And he immediately stands up and turns around and is like, Are you alright? Well, clearly. But, she left a message. She's working with Waylon, she made that clear. But, she mentioned their boss. The one that both of them are working for. And she wouldn't outright tell me, but, she left a mark. She left a Z. I think I should make an alertness, but with an upshift, because you've you've actually spent more one-on-one time with Zordon than anybody else. That's a seven. <laughs> um it he almost actually... seems like he doesn't react. And he says, uh Hmm. There are many entities that could use that have a moniker beginning with a Z. Yeah. But you only mentioned one several times and he pauses and uh says yes but he he can't still be alive if he if he was there he would have attacked by now are you sure i mean heximus wasn't supposed to be alive either and uh Waylon, on some level is fighting him fighting whatever whatever's controlling him I'm not uh, here, but I'm bringing that up. And Waylon was supposed to be dead. True. Yeah. A lot of people that were supposed to be dead. Um, and he he pauses for a minute, and then he presses a button on the console that, uh, Casey, you are starting to get your breath back when you hear, doot-doot-doot-doot, I bring it up to to my face and go, yeah. Um, it's, you very, it's very obvious. I've been crying. <laughs> um, And normally, Zordon is very perceptive. On these kinds of things. Um, but he immediately just says, You need to get to the command center now. Okay. Um, and um, I'm in my apartment, so that you can just like beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, and you're just teleported. And uh Ruby, oh, you are my lap. <laughs> having a good time with your brother. I'm gonna say no to Zordon. And then you hear doot 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 doot. I'm gonna ignore doot, it. Doot, doot, doot. Um and like... it keeps going to the point where your brother is like, What is that? Is that like an alert on your phone? Yeah, someone's it's like a watch like that I get messages and calls on. I got it for school, but they can leave me alone tonight. Well, why don't you put it on silent? I unfortunately can't. It's uh, a bad feature. And it just keeps going off. Alright, let me answer this really quick. It'll take me just a second and I'm gonna come right back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Alright. And I just step away for a second and answer. And I'm like, y'all, I can't. You need to get to the command center now. No. This is not a debate, Ruby. 
it's not a debate either. I've like skipped out on my brother a bunch. This can wait until I'm done. It can wait an hour. No, it can't. Yeah, it can. I'm in a group. I'm around people. You can't beam me up or anything in front of a bunch of people, so it can wait. Um, you hear him make this like frustrated noise, and then he just cuts off the nice communication. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to hanging out with my brother until we're done. What was that about? They're just being so demanding of my time, and this is important for us. And I need time with you for a little bit. Make a persuasion roll. I think it's very cute how she's fighting, how she's like, no, this is important. Well, because she isn't. One of the foundational things about Ruby's character is her relationship to her role with D6. 16. 16? Yeah. He, that, I he, feel he, like. Your brother is not very good at hiding his emotions. Uh-huh. So it's very easy for you to tell that it means a lot to him that you are aware yeah. of what's going on. It's and our that thing. it also bothers you. It bothers me that I can't tell him either because it would put him in danger. But she is considering at some point telling him just because she hates what this is doing to her friendship and relationship with her brother. Yeah. But she's weighing that still in her mind. But this is super important to her that she see the lights with her brother and spend time with him at Christmas because it's been their tradition since they were children. And she's even being a Power Ranger, like... Being a Power Ranger is important, but her relationship to her brother is also super important because, like you said, they grew up with not a lot, but they always had each other. Um, And Ruby and Jaden, you were both in the Casey? command center. Casey, yes. Casey and Jaden, uh, you were both in the command center to hear the conversation between Zordon and Ruby. And Zordon just, in a very frustrated way, kind of just like brings his fist down on the console <laughs> and has to like collect himself. Uh, I imagine uh, dealing with a rebellious person. He's probably irritated. She uh, still had Lucky in her lap when she got teleported. So she's holding, holding Lucky. <laughs> I feel now, like the like... cat would have shot off after being teleported though. Oh yeah. No, Lucky's just gone. I feel oh, like yeah. he would have shot off somewhere in the command, in center. The command he's center. center. He's like, he's, um, he, she sees his tail underneath the, like underneath the console, she's like, "I'll get that later." I feel like he would if you see the tail. That as you soon don't as he see his hears, tail, he's gone. There's so many places to hide in the command center. I feel like no. I feel like even if she saw his tail, though, as soon as his fist came down, the cat would have shot off into oh, yeah. another area. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. like, "Oh no, he's disappeared." She saw the tail, then Zordon hit the console, then like, boom, cat's gone. <laughs> Alpha Seven's gonna find him. Alpha Seven's gonna find him. Look, he's just gonna be on his head making biscuits. But there is, Zordon does not break the silence first. I will. Uh, his back is to you. He seems to be collecting himself. That's going to be like, are you good, bro? <laughs> no. I if Zed is alive, then that is the bro. single most dangerous piece of information that we could possibly have. If Zed decided to come after you, you will die. You are not nearly powerful enough to face him, especially without pre- without proper pre- uh, preparation. Well, thanks for the vote of confidence. It's not about confidence. <laughs> it is about Zed being one of the single most powerful devotees of the Dark Spectre in the universe. Well, it's like you said. If he was that dangerous, he would have attacked by now. So maybe he's not. 
Maybe he's, he's supposed uh, to be dead. Casey, like, kind of, like, fists her, her hand in her hair, just trying to think, like, uh, maybe he's, um, still, like, I guess the, I guess the best way I'm thinking is, like, he's still gathering power to, like, actually be a threat, because else, why, why wouldn't he just slaughter us? He's probably not strong enough to, like, you know, make himself a physical form, or, like, actually do damage in a physical form. I mean, yeah. I've never like, done it myself, but I think death takes a bit of a toll on you. Yeah, it, especially with an entity that powerful in that it took all the last strangers, almost everything they took, got to defeat him, or if that was even him, it, it would take a while, especially if uh, Waylon's fighting him currently. Waylon's definitely that isn't Waylon anymore, but part of Waylon is still there. Um, I think Zordon kind of considers all this, uh, and says, "I think you're right. Zed, I don't believe has the power to fully reconstitute himself. But if he was injured severely enough, that could limit his ability to come after us." which would be why he is using Wayland to do so. And if Zed has used some form of magic to try and control Wayland, then Wayland is in incredible danger. The original Mighty Morphin Green Ranger, uh, he, Zed and Rita controlled him with something called the Chaos Crystal. Now, the crystal was indefinitely destroyed, but... Powers like that are scattered throughout the universe. So it is not impossible that Zed is merely is still recovering from his injuries and is controlling Wayland somehow. Is he uh does he like deal with like weird psychic stuff like the like Hexamus? He's been in contact with Hexamus before, and his magic can certainly affect the mind. Maybe uh, he, like, slid part of his, uh, uh, you you see, Casey's, like, walking around, kind of, like, fisting her hands and, like, her hair, her jacket. She's still very upset uh, from her, from dealing with her parents. She's, like, maybe he slid, like, part of his uh, spirit consciousness into Waylon to control him. I understand your question now. You were asking if Zed behaves like Hexmas. Zed is not a psychic entity. Okay. Okay. He is a sorcerer of incredible power. And the first time Zed encountered the Power Rangers, he destroyed their zords without having to grow. Oh, that's not good. No. If he is back, then we need more information out of Waylon. I would say the Kilsune, but Waylon is the only one we know the location of. I'm sure we'll see her again. Uh, I get the feeling she's never... Uh, she's closer than we want her to be. Yes. Which is terrifying. I would say the same. Now, you two need to begin training. And he just sort of, like, starts walking towards the, uh, hollow simulator. Okay. <laughs> Casey just kind of follows, like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Um, and over the next hour... 
I think you two are seeing a side of Zordon that you've never seen before in that he's not the possibility of Zed being alive is so agitating to him that his normal like normally he's very aware of what you guys are feeling and like very insightful about when you guys need a break or when you need maybe a gentler hand and it's just not there he's he's so wrapped up in his own thoughts that he is just pushing pushing and pushing um and i think Jaden, even without an alertness role you're able to see that tonight is not whatever is going on with casey tonight is not the night for her to be training yeah you know you are a trainer yeah and you know when somebody's not in the headspace to get anything useful out of mm -hmm. it and i will tell him as much and urge Casey to go home. And uh, Zordon says, you're not nearly at the point you need to be. She needs to train. And she will. But tonight, you and I will train. Make a persuasion. Casey, if, if Ruby gets back and he's doing this shit, she's going to lose her fucking mind on Zordon. Just practicing. Because <laughs> none of that's cool. Ten. I think 10 is enough that he looks from you and looks to Casey and just says, both of you go home. And he just walks away. Head on out. I'll talk to him. Thank you. I just kind of like shuffle off and go home uh, to the, to tele, the, wherever we teleport to go and home. And kind of teleport. You, you just put in the coordinates in the cons the main console. Mm -hmm. There's not like a teleporter pad necessarily wait fuck i have to go get lucky because i'll find him first i think you find lucky like you were saying on top of alpha's head and alpha is just like legs spread arms out maintaining balance just going oh thank god i don't know what's happening <laughs> i'm sorry uh, i forgot to move him out of my lap before i got teleported i'll take him Oh, please. This is... I don't know what this is, but I don't care for it. it it's a cat. <clears throat> Why is it on my head? He wants to be tall. And also, you're warm. Uh, and he just, like, starts slowly tilting his head forward. I just kind of, like, scoop Lucky under the, uh, under the armpits and pick him up. Yeah, and Alpha helps you teleport away. Mm -hmm. I get... Ask him just can you just teleport me directly into my apartment? Uh, There's no one else there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, and do that. Lucky shoots out of my arms again and goes underneath the couch. Um, there's a there's a heating vent underneath there, so he likes it there. We'll we'll get back to that in just a moment. Mm -hmm. Ruby, I think you come into the command center, and uh, you can't like nobody's immediately there, um, but. While you are looking for Zordon and Kate, you know, everybody, uh, you hear a conversation before you, like, walk into the room. Mm -hmm. And my question is, are you going to interrupt that conversation or are you just going to listen to I'm it? I'm going to listen for a second before I walk in the room. All right. Make a stealth roll. Or infiltration, rather. You can do it. I believe in you. She wants to make sure that what she's walking into isn't something stupid. <laughs> three okay <laughs> um Jaden, you find zordon in this uh there are these 
kind of barracks-ish area to the command center where you guys can, like, they're these small, like, 8 by 10 room, you know, like, you know, rooms. Um, They are well lit, so it's not, like, prison cells. Um, But you find Zordon in one sitting on the bed, seemingly meditating. Zordon. He opens his eyes. Yes. You're right. We're not ready. We're not prepared. And we need to be. And so do you. But you're losing focus. And we're not going to be prepared unless you pull it together. So, I say we prepare. So, do Altarvin spar or not? Is this hard light body just for show? Rule persuasion with Edge, I think, because you, you and Zordon actually have a pretty good relationship. And Edge is rolling 2d20s and taking the higher number. It was 20 at first, and then it became a 23. All right. Um, He kind of like, he's staring you right in the eyes, this very hard expression on his face, and then you see it soften, and he stands up and says, you're right. I, over the years, I have lost many friends and allies to Zed, including your predecessors, the Turbo Rangers. And it, those other rangers that Zed has faced in the last 30 years chose to be rangers. It was their choice to stand against him, but it is not your choice. He is going to come for you whether you want to be a ranger or not, and I am infuriated that you may die fighting a war that you have no business being a part of. But... He puts his hand on your shoulder. I'm incredibly proud of the progress you, Casey, and Ruby have made, both as rangers and people, in such a short time. Now, I believe it's time I kick your ass. <laughs> oh. Go oh. up, Jordan. <laughs> and uh, at that point is, Ruby, you... Uh, come in. Jaden, you hear Ruby walk up sort of in the middle of this speech. Um, and Ruby, you realize that Zordon knows you are there oh. as he is giving this speech. Oh. Uh, and they kind of walk out of this room and he says uh, he says to you, I'll see you in the uh, hollow room. I'll yeah. be there in just a minute. All right. And uh, Ruby, he looks at you and says, I apologize. Thanks. It has come to light that Lord Zed may still be alive. That's not good. No, he is far more dangerous than you currently are able to understand. Yeah. And I allowed my fear for you and the other's safety to cloud my judgment. And I apologize for that. Thanks. I appreciate it because... I have other obligations outside of this and there are very few that I will essentially talk back about, but my brother is one of them. You just have to know that right now. That's just, he's important to me. From now on, if it is something 
from this point forward, I will be more discerning about what can and cannot wait. Okay. I appreciate that a lot. And that also means from this point forward, I would ask you to know that if I am contacting you and I say that it is urgent, mm. I do mean it. Okay. Because there are situations in which as much as I respect your relationship, how important your relationships are, it truly cannot wait. This, I admit, was not one of them. Okay. I will try. She's still a little heated, so she's just, yeah. she's um, like, I will try. And he says, uh, now, I believe it's about time I showed you and Jaden how an Eltaran fights. Have you ever thought about taking a second and going and maybe experiencing Christmas things? You and Alpha 7, have you ever seen Christmas lights? I'm going to turn my, my like, sweater on. <laughs> Because it's kinda, like, looks rad. Confused. Well, you, you're talking about training. You haven't done anything Christmassy. Like you said, you can't do anything right this second. Like it'll take an hour of your time and Jaden's time because he needs a break too to go look at some fucking Christmas lights and enjoy the Christmas spirit a little bit. Maybe get some hot chocolate. <laughs> Very well. However, I did promise Jaden an ass kicking. <laughs> We'll make it like 15 minutes and then like, let's go look at some Christmas lights for a little bit. He won't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> and Well, they make it snappy. <laughs> um, I actually do. We're going to. And where's Casey? Opposing, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. And Zordon says uh, in in allowing myself to become distracted, I did not give Casey the attention she needed something is severely bothering her okay well then i'm gonna go to her house and we're gonna get her to come look at christmas lights too we'll meet you in the park in an hour okay can you like beam me up scotty to where she's at alpha seven will take care of okay rad and uh casey you we're gonna cut back to you being right just getting to your apartment um Lucky has just immediately jumped out of your arms and scrambled under the couch. And then you hear, <laughs> and you turn, and your dad is standing in your kitchen. What? What? And you immediately remember, your dad has a key, oh, just in no. case. You all, you've always, every time you have lived away from them, given your dad a key just in case. And he says, what the fuck? <gasps> And with that, this episode is over. <laughs> oh no, what I just asked for beep beep to your apartment. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> so, uh, pluggables? Yeah, you wanna you wanna attach yourself to this? I'm unfortunately already attached to this shit. <laughs> Alright, uh so pluggables, I have a Twitter and a blue sky. Both are elvenly underscore e. Go forth, have fun. I mainly just share things and scream about things I care about, so what about you, Ashley? Uh, I'm on TikTok and Instagram. I don't really post anything, but I'm there. Am cosplay clean. She needs to post more of the beautiful being she is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Someday. Uh, Mike. You can catch me here, kicking Zordon's ass. Uh, you can support this podcast by going to weplayrpgs.com, uh, where you can 
listen to all of our shows. You can uh, download the audio on your own so that you don't have to use a podcatcher if you don't want to. Uh, you That's what I had to do in the early days of We Play RPG because uh, I didn't have a phone that could play podcasts. So I had to download them to my Zoom. <laughs> Oh wow. Jesus. That's not Zoom. You're dated. <laughs> um but you can also follow the support the show link where you can join our Patreon. You can buy t-shirts and coffee and dice. Uh you can also definitely we have to give a shout out to Keely Byrne for the use of our theme song, First Contact. Uh you can find me online at any variation of Grumpy Badger Dice, except technically I still have a Twitter account, but I deleted it off of my phone and haven't touched it in months, so you won't find anything new there. I thought you deleted your account. I don't know, I might have, I don't remember. Oh. Uh, I'm the only one here who still uses Twitter because at the end of the day, unfortunately I'm too stubborn to leave. Yep. But you can also find me uh dropping glasses in your kitchen at uh, surprising moments and saying what the fuck isn't that the correct reaction i think the correct reaction is when you see me in your kitchen dropping shit saying you saying what the fuck not ey but anyway bye bye, bye. bye.